Hey, welcome to my podcast. My name is Dr. Brendan McCarthy. I am the Chief Medical Officer of Protea Medical Center in Chandler, Arizona. Today's episode is about uh, endocrine-disrupting compounds and you. And uh, let me be more honest with you, more, more, more honest, what I'm saying, more clear with you. Coffee cups and and specifically the plastic coffee cups we use to make coffee those little inserts we put our coffee and we run hot water through it to get our little coffee out of the machines that's a problem a big one actually and it's confusing and you deserve clear answers why why on earth would i do a podcast about coffee and you know plastic because there's a reason why sperm counts around the world are down by 50 percent since 1980 there's a reason why fertility is getting crazy the reason why there is a reason why uh, boys are being born with uh, genital malformations at high rates high rates like hypospadias uh, that rates are going up rather let's be honest it's going up it's not just being born high rates it is steadily increasing and and hypospadias uh, um, or even micropenis chemicals in the environment are causing this and we can't argue about it anymore laugh about it anymore like tease the person who believes that anymore you know it's just this is where we are it's just the truth now and and it's important to be aware of it and so one of the ways i want you to be aware of it is this how coffee cups play a role and i mean specifically those plastic cups that you pour the water through in the machine like keurig or the other machines that do that those are important we know plastic in the environment is a bad thing. We know that. We know that these plastics are rich in estrogen-like compounds that affect our bodies in an estrogen-like binding way that affect our fertility and it stimulates our tissue in the wrong kind of way, um, leading to you know hypospadias in boys, micropenis, uh, leading to um, women with fertility issues, uh, weight issues, heart issues, cancer issues. These are serious things with estrogen-like effects because they're a chemical synthetic estrogen type compound. Studies are very clear that capsule coffee consumption, which is what those little pods are, capsule coffee consumption increases your rate of exposure to endocrine-disrupting compounds. How we make that plastic or how that plastic is made, that capsule that they use, is a combination of different compounds and plasticizers and 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 chemicals to make it the right uh, uh, firmness to protect it from you know moisture and oxidation for the product for the coffee itself um, to hold together under heat and and to do the job it's supposed to do this is how it's made the thing is is that those compounds they use to make it the plasticizers the chemicals the the the, the components of plastic itself have chemicals in there that are endocrine disrupting. When we apply heat and pressure to those capsules and it pushes it through the capsule, you will pull the, the compounds from the plastic into your coffee every time. Proven. Not arguable. There's not a study that shows it doesn't. Ever. And if, there, if you find one, Put in the comment section because I want to see it because that's the capsule that I want to use my coffee for because I would love easy coffee. You press a button, bang, there's your coffee. Great. 
but I don't want to press the coffee button and get my coffee out. And all of a sudden now I have endocrine disrupting compounds in there that are cause harm to me. The thing is, is that this gets confusing because if you go online, you'll see such arguments on both sides. You'll see on the really pro environmental side, like, you know, these capsules are so evil. They're going to kill you all. And you know, the end of the world is coming with them and that's overblowing it. I want you to know that that is overblowing. You're not going to die if you're drinking a Keurig coffee thing or any of those plastic coffee capsules, it's not going to kill you, okay? But it is bioaccumulating in your body and causing problems. That is a truth. But it's not as so extreme that you're going to die in a week if you continue this. Just trust me on that. That's a fact. But then you also have on this side of it, you have the, the, the big companies saying, oh, there's nothing in there. There's no big deal. I don't want to quote this. This is from Keurig. Keurig said, Pods are pods are BPA-free and constructed using only FDA-approved food-grade materials. FDA food-grade materials, don't always trust that. The FDA is, I like the FDA. I'm not just saying that because they're probably watching this, but I'm saying this because they do amazing things and we need them. They are a gift. They are a gift. But they are a big entity and Big entities don't move fast all the time. And, you know, we know there are compounds in here that are damaging us. And even though the FDA has not really blocked it off and said you shouldn't be using this, we still know they're harmful. Okay? That's a fact. So just, even though they say that they throw the big FDA thing in there, suspend judgment for a moment. Okay? In addition, the temperature of the water dispensed in the Keurig brewers is well below the melting and softening points for the pod materials. Therefore, no plastic leaches from our pod into your beverage. We regularly review the components used in our products to ensure that they are safe and meet or exceed applicable FDA standards. Which is a good statement, right? That sounds good. But it's too cute by half. Google that saying. That's a old one. That's been around forever, that too cute by half. I love that one. So look that up. You feel free to use that. You know, conversations in the future. Like the guy at a previous podcast that said AOD is three times more effective with weight loss than another thing. What's the measurement they're using here with that? Like people will make these grand statements, but they don't really give you the honest answer. They just framed it in a way that made them look good. K-Cups, Keurig, did not specifically say in that statement that they analyze the coffee that they make from the K-Cups and they analyze it for estrogen-like effect. They didn't say that at all. They also said they didn't test it for any estrogen-promoting compounds that could be from that cup. That this is very clear. They only said BPAs. They didn't say they have no phthalates in there. They didn't say there's no four nonalphenol. They said there's no. They didn't say there was no uh, benzophenones. Those are all estrogen-like compounds that are found in those capsules when you brew with it, in the literature, in studies that are clearly replicated. And it's a fact, it's a fact, it's a fact. And if you can see a study that shows it isn't, let me know. I'll buy that K-cup. Well, that cup, I'll use that myself. I promise you, because I would love to be able to do that. Even so recently as 2021, there was a study that was published in Current Research and Toxicology, and they said that plastic coffee pods do leach estrogen-like compounds in the coffee that you drink 2021 most recent um phthalates four nonalphenol uh benzophenone uh bpas in some bpas fs in others bps and dibutyl phthalates they're found in there 
Keurig's doesn't have any of the bisphenol A. But studies show the others are out there, in there. You know? In 2017, a study published in the toxicology reports heavy metals in there as well. Surprise. <laughs> heavy metals. That was found in there. Nickel, cadmium, and lead. At levels exceeding the FDA's standards. Which is not something that Keurig brought up about heavy metals, did they? <laughs> no, they did not. And again, in the description section of this video, look in there. I'll have the citations. And that's the study that's in um, la, la, uh, toxicology, uh, the Journal of Toxicology Reports. Look at that. Read that. It's not a bad one. It's a quick little read in there. But that's worth thing to looking at. They'll talk about those heavy metals that are found in there. That's important for you to be aware of because those heavy metals bioaccumulate in your body. The thing is, it's like, as I mentioned earlier, you have the extreme environmentalists on one side saying, this is the end of the world. You're all going to die if you do your K-cups. And I think there was a couple of years ago they said, you know, we're going to have enough K-cups in the landfills to circle the earth twice or something crazy like that. And, and there's a lot of alarmists out there. The thing is, it's like, we need to have clear understanding of this. And I want to say this. This is important that I say this. Is it really bad, K-cups? Depends. Depends on your approach. Depends on how you see things. You know, there's the old saying that it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask permission. And when these companies make these products that affect you, it's like the cigarette companies. They knew all along it's going to cause cancer cigarettes. They knew it all along. These companies, they know that these plastic have other compounds in there. They know that. That's in the literature. I mean, come on. This is their this is their jobs. This is what they know. It's in there. They know this. The thing about that saying that it's easier to ask forgiveness than it is to ask for permission is that um, it defends those who take action without regard to consequence. And they don't regard the consequences significantly enough, maybe. They think the consequences won't be so bad. So maybe like 10 years from now, you know, it won't be so bad that people realize that these K-cups were terrible, that these plastic pods were terrible, causing all this harm in our, in our population. They figure that the, the forgiveness part will be a little bit easier back up and down the road. Or by the end, you know, remember, this is a corporation. It's not an individual. So they just all leave the corporation by then. They have their money. They're done. This is kind of the mindset. This is business. That's the thought processes. But the thing is, like, what are the consequences to use a person as an individual? See, the thing is, like, medicine is a lot like this. That's a big jump, it sounds like, but it isn't. Bear with me. When we do things, I require informed consent. I do. Anything I do deserves informed consent. Informed and consent. Not asking forgiveness afterwards. Not, not, not trying to get past you and just get this through. It's, it's informed consent every time. So that means I have to spend that time to help you understand the pros and cons of what we're doing, what the risks and benefits are. Because that's my job as your doctor. When we try to sidestep it, and that'd be like pharmaceutical or insurance companies or any one of those guys try and sidestep that informed consent to try and push something past you. Like, because they do, the pharmaceutical companies do this all the time. They try and sidestep this all the time and not let you know all the things that could be happening. That, that happens, you know, it's truth. It only causes harm to you, the individual. The thing is, like, will an apology correct your infertility? You know, or breast, ovarian, or testicular cancer? Will it affect prostate cancer? Will that apology help you for, you know, early puberty onset in your child? 
or obesity or reduced sperm count, um, dysfunction of your sexual organs, will those their apology afterwards benefit you any of those things? No. Those things are irreversible. Asking for forgiveness won't help. It's asking permission up front that's important. In essence, is a K-cup going to kill you? No. <laughs> no. But it will contribute to the bioaccumulation of these chemicals in you that will cause a problem down the road. And are causing problems to us as a people, as a species around the world, really. Plastic's you know, ubiquitous now. It's everywhere. You having informed consent is important. Them just saying, well, it's not enough to really cause a problem is not fair to you. So... I hope that's helpful. Please like, share, and subscribe. Um, your comments mean everything to us. Justin and I, we do go through them. We use them to help drive us to understand what it is that you like, what you need, what you're interested in. My goal with this podcast is to be of service to you and be helpful to you. Um, so thank you so much, and I'll see you again.